We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And uh, this is uh, Pastor Jolly John Lekumski uh, coming from my slightly not picturesque but more messy room <laughs> in my home at New Athens, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, nothing really picturesque here at all, Matt. <laughs> Just a just a lot of mess that needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> uh, well, we we had our Easter worship and we got to see the sunrise over Francis Park right across the street from us here at church. That was picturesque that morning. It still still looks pretty decent. So, so did, did have you talked to your elders about my idea of having the sunrise service like eleven o'clock? <laughs> you know they they just looked a little befuddled, John. I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> The sunrise service at 10 a.m. didn't go over too well. I, I hate to say. Well, I mean, it just, you know, it, it, you know. I mean, it, why, why, the, the sun's going to be up anyway. <laughs> why, why, why do we have to get up early? He's risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. So, yeah, yeah. If, yes. if you ask me, it would accommodate the non-early it, risers. It, it, it just reflects the, the lack of faith in the women that they got up so early. If they really, if they really understood, they would say, "Oh, we can sleep in today." <laughs> The, the faithful will come at 10 a.m. We'll, we'll advertise like that, John. That's right. <laughs> if you're really faithful, you won't be going to the sunrise. <laughs> so so before we get on to, to well, more serious things, yes. one of the great joys, of course, now that Lent is over, is we can share stupid jokes again, Matt. <laughs> oh, boy, the 40 days are over. Right. Here we go. That, that's the big thing that people suffer through is they don't get to hear our stupid jokes <laughs> for for six weeks. <laughs> Yeah, we, we give those up so, for lunch. So here we go. Late one night, Trey, an inexpert but very enthusiastic percussionist. What, what's a percussionist, Matt, for those that might not know? Someone who plays a percussion instrument, like the cymbals or the drums or something along those Loud, lines. Loud, noisy instruments. That's that's what percussion is. Well, anyway, <laughs> he was showing her, his friend his new apartment. He led the way to his bedroom where there was a big brass gong. What's with the gong? asked the friend. Oh, it's not a gong. It's a talking clock, Trey replied. A talking clock? How does it work? Watch, said Trey. He picked up a hammer, gave the gong an ear-shattering pound, and stepped back. Someone on the other side of the wall screamed, Hey, you jerk, it's three in the morning. There you go. That's that's not bad, John. <laughs> All right. That's talking clock. Three in the morning. By the way, this is Wrestling with the Basics, if you haven't guessed already, and we're, we're glad you're with us. Uh, John, should we also give our, our plug for the upcoming share on KFUO? Because I... I, I uh, April the... Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to give the dates. Yeah. Of the share-a-thon. Do you have something no, else? No, no, no. Go ahead and give the dates. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, April 27th through the 29th. Uh, so well, whether you're listening live on, on KFUO AM850, uh, locally here in the St. Louis area, or live online or maybe on, on podcast, um, we encourage you to consider a gift to the radio ministry of KFUO. It's, it's worldwide broadcast, uh, sharing Christ uh, 24 hours a day uh, through the Internet online. Uh, so please prayerfully consider uh, a donation to KFUO Radio. It will support not just Wrestling with the Basics, uh, but but all the programming that is so gospel centered on KFUO. And, and and so we do need to remind people that that Wrestling with the Basics it costs money to do Wrestling with the Basics. I know that's that's shocking. <laughs> you say who would pay money for that? But but someone has to to put us on air and yeah so Shirathon is uh, the annual fundraiser for all of the ministries as you said, um, so you know I guess most people would be talking about the resurrection of Jesus and and of course that that is the Easter season, but you and I want to go back and talk about what happened before the resurrection of Jesus, uh, and, and what is that and where is it and and where would you like me to read Matt. So yeah, John. Let's let's look at uh, one of the. I think f- first of all, yeah, this is going to be taking us back to Good Friday. However, however, I think there are big implications for us now in the Easter season and every day and every day. Uh, so let's look at uh, Gospel of Luke, okay, uh, beginning with verse thirty-two. All right. So let's let's take a look at this text from Luke thirty. Uh, excuse me, uh, chapter chapter 23, verse 32, and this is the crucifixion. Jesus is on the cross. So, John, you want to get us started with verse 32? Uh, And, and Matt, before I start reading, should I throw away the joke? Sure. Or should I keep that for future use? The gong one? Oh, that's a Well, you think it is? I like it. I was going to throw it away. Verse 32, two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. That's it. That's all you want. <laughs> no, you can keep. Well, 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 you can stop there if you want. <laughs> okay. So there's two other, two others are, are led to be put to death with Jesus. So again, Jesus is in the middle of three crosses, and what's interesting about these two others that are led to be put to death, these criminals, we don't know what their crimes are, right, no. John? We don't know what they committed. Um, sometimes they call them robbers, uh, but well, maybe they were robbers. Maybe they committed some really bad robbery, but. I mean, I'm thinking they're probably more than robbers if they're being executed. They probably did some pretty heinous crimes. Uh, Maybe they really did commit murder. Maybe it was uh, all sorts of terrible things. But they're led, for whatever reason, there was a a judgment of capital punishment, and they're going to be killed. The other thing that's interesting, too, is as they're uh, crucified next to Jesus, uh, Matthew's gospel gives us this detail that both criminals are making fun of Jesus, reviling Jesus, is what my translation says. Uh, so we keep that in mind, too. These are bad dudes. You know, neither one of them are followers of Jesus. They're not uh, among his disciples or among those who think he's the Messiah, it seems. In fact, they're, they're reviling him, making fun of Jesus in their dying breaths. I mean, that's pretty bad. <laughs> you know, you don't have that much of you know, time left on this earth. You're using it to 
revile the other guy dying next to you. So, so yeah, the two things we need to remember is that at the beginning, like you said, they're both they're both mocking Jesus, just like everybody else is mocking Jesus. And, and yep. it is interesting that, as you point out, Luke calls them criminals uh, because Matthew and Mark call them thieves, which, by the way, that's that's not a good word either, uh, because a thief, a robber, uh, in, in the Bible, it isn't isn't like someone who breaks into your home while you're away for vacation and steals your big screen TV. Uh, by definition, a a thief, a robber in the scripture is someone who who likes to beat people up in order to steal from them. Uh, the classic example, of course, is the story of the Good Samaritan, where the robbers not only robbed the guy but they beat him and left him half dead. Because uh, that's what a robber does. It's an armed robber. You know, it's a guy who mugs you. Uh, so they are people who are prone to violence. However, Matt, here's the thing. Uh, that term robber is the term that the Roman soldiers used for the uh, Jewish freedom fighters, the zealots. They called them robbers and thieves. And, and so that term might leave us wondering, well... Obviously, they did some criminal activity, but maybe they were doing it for a good cause, you know, for the cause of Jewish freedom. And and so Luke helps clarify that when he uses the word criminal, because, no, there's nothing good about being a criminal. It's as you pointed out, these these are just mean, nasty people. They they hurt people and probably did kill people. Yeah. So so let's not romanticize them that they were freedom fighters fighting for a greater cause. No, they are simply criminals. And, and what's neat, of course, is that's what the guy's going to acknowledge when we get into later the story. Uh, where, How far would you yeah. like me to read this time, Matt? Well, yeah, why don't we do, yeah, 33 through 38. So when they came to the place that is called the skull there, they crucified him, that is Jesus, and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments, and the people stood by watching but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. So, and I think why those verses are important is now we get to see and hear what those criminals are seeing and hearing. So what are they seeing and hearing? Well, they're seeing and hearing people mock Jesus, make fun of him. But they also see and hear Jesus say, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, and then also what they see are, is also uh, uh, that inscription above Jesus, right? This is the king of the Jews, sort of the, the charge, the death charge, the titleist, as, as it's called, above Jesus' head. Uh, and also, uh, people mocking him and saying, again, picking up on that kingship theme, if you are the king of the Jews, then save yourself. You know, people mocking him because of that title put above him. So, again, we, we, we can hear, we can see what the criminals are hearing and seeing as they hang on the cross dying. So, yeah, so what what does that mean? What How do the criminals view that? You know, what effect does this have on them? Um I think two very different responses. <laughs> so we, we're going to read about that in verses 39 through 43. And, and, and I do think it's really helpful. I'm glad you emphasized that. Now we know what these guys were also saying originally. They were also scoffing at Jesus and saying, well, save, yep, save yourself you and save us too. 
All right, 39 through 43, you said? Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the verse we're looking for. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, uh, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us, just like everybody else was. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Yeah. So same two criminals that both had been mocking Jesus at one point. And now, uh, of course, the one still reviling Jesus, railing at him. You know, yeah, if you're the Christ, save yourself and us. Um, and then the other one rebukes him, right? Um, Do you not fear God since we're in the same sense of condemnation? And, and he acknowledges, we justly, you know, we've done wrong. <laughs> he knows that he is guilty. He knows his crimes. Um, this is no innocent man hanging on the cross next to Jesus. No, they're both guilty. And then remember me when you come into your kingdom. You know, I think that's, it's kind of interesting. So, um, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It really picks up, again, on what the man had seen and heard. And again, people mocking him, you know, for, for being a, a king or claiming to be king. The title above him, King of the Jews. And yet the man says, you know, remember me when you come into your kingdom. You know, he's recognizing Jesus really as king, right? Um, so I think that's, that's interesting um, in spite of all the mocking that's taking place. Um, and as far as we have been revealed, as far as what's been revealed to us, John, this is really the only time this man, it seems, has had exposure to Jesus and his words, you know. Um, and yet, um, I think it's interesting that uh, hearing Jesus say, Father, forgive them, you know, seeing all this taking place. For one criminal, that, that works faith, right? For the other one, no, it doesn't. He, <laughs> he continues to reject Jesus. And continues to mock Jesus. I think that's interesting. It's, it's something that certainly we see, still see in our world today as the gospel shared and that truth about who Jesus is. And, and I, I think that's a really great insight. I'd never noticed that before. But the emphasis in Luke on the kingship of Jesus and, and, and the fact that one simply ignores that and, and rejects that. But the other fellow begins to pick up on the fact that maybe this is a king, but but as Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. So obviously, not an earthly king. It's got to be some other kind of king, uh, because earthly kings don't generally die. <laughs> okay, but but I think yeah. that's what gives him the hope, isn't it? This recognition that this is a different kind of king that he has encountered. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. I, I've always been struck by the fact that prayer, Father, forgive them, and and how that worked on this man's heart, and how it. First of all, made him recognize the fact that he deserved to die. Um, that's a profound uh, insight to understand that we deserve to die. Uh, I'm getting older. I'm a, I got a few years on you, Matt, and I'm not hoping. I'm not planning on dying anytime soon. In fact, I I'm not looking for Jesus to say today you'll be with me in paradise. Yeah. But but <laughs> but when the time comes, I, I'll have to acknowledge. Yeah, the wages of sin is death, and. When I die, that's exactly what I deserve. Uh, I don't deserve anything different. And yet, and yet, for him to still say, "Lord, remember me in your kingdom," 
I, I think that comes from hearing Jesus say, "Father, forgive them." He's thinking, "Well, maybe, maybe this 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 king can do something for me." Yeah, this, it, you know, he he comes to faith in Jesus, and and he, you know, and it's through the same means that that we come to faith, right? Through the Word, and it's Jesus' Word being spoken, um, especially that word, you know, "Father, forgive them." It seems. And, you know, that, that doesn't return empty in the heart of that criminal. Um, God works faith uh, how he pleases. And here in this case, yeah, it's, it's worked through a brief time of instruction, it seems. His entire uh, training in the face took place, faith that took place while he's hanging on the cross. But yet, nonetheless, it's still God that creates that faith. And it's still that very same word that creates faith, that same word that, that creates faith in us. And, and 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 the thing is, I, we we don't know what happens to the other guy. Okay, the Bible doesn't answer that. And, and in fact, in life, there's a lot of people we don't really know. In fact, can you any actually know for sure for anybody what their final destination will be? Uh, but isn't it remarkable that we do know the final destination of this one man, and we do understand that 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 kind of faith can only come when we realize that we are sinners. We had that last week, didn't we? Remember he said about the, the Pharisees, as long as you don't think you're blind, well, you, you will always remain in darkness. But those who see their blindness, oh, then, then maybe God can give them sight, or as this case, give them, give them paradise. Um, you know, the yeah. thing that strikes me, too, is Jesus actually does better than what the guy asks. Because the guy's just saying, you're a king. I, 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 don't you think, Matt, he assumed he was the Messiah? That that's how he understood the word king. That this is the one that had been promised to Jews. And even if you turn out to be an evil criminal Jew, you probably still learn that as a little child, that someday the Messiah will come. And I, I think he's yes. saying, well, you, I know you're the Messiah. You're going to come back at the end of the world. Please, please remember me. And Jesus says, oh, what the heck? Well, you know, I'm not going to remember you when I come back. You're going to be with me today in paradise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, John. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I you know, to emphasize that, there's a, um, I came across this video clip that I, I thought was kind of neat, uh, but it's this uh, a Christian preacher, uh, Alistair Begg, and he um, he invites us, he kind of asks us to think about, well, what, what must that have been like, you know, when that day that criminal arrives there, you know, sort of in the pearly gates, you know, in paradise, you know, what that must have been like, you know, that there's an angel there who <laughs> who encounters the guy and asks him, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, and the guy, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, kind of to imagine what that conversation must have been like. So, so John, can you play along okay, with me? We'll see. I'll we'll, play you along. Know, I know you're, you're kind of a thespian. You like this kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, so, so just, just play the part of the criminal there at, at okay. the pearly gates, right. okay? Uh, and you know, and you can give her one word answer. That's okay. okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, you know, so the, the the angels talking to the man. You know, the the criminal says, "Well, were you raised in a Christian family?" Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm. Do I answer? No. I you're the no. Well, I was I was raised in a Jewish family, but I rejected that years okay. ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, did you go to church in Sunday school? Every oh, absolutely, absolutely not. Or if I did, it was just so <laughs> I could you? steal the offering. <laughs> He is a robber yeah. after all. 
and beat up the other kids. Like you pointed <laughs> that's out right. <laughs> take take their son. That's what I did. I beat up the other kids and took their Sunday school offering. Sure, I went to Sunday school because it was profitable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what about confirmation class? Did you get confirmed? Oh no, that was just a waste of time because you don't bring any offerings when you go to confirmation class. <laughs> No, there's nothing, nothing there. To there take. Well, well, yeah. Well, you know, are you are you a member of a are you a member of a church at least? Are you a faithful faithful in your stewardship? What steward? What? <laughs> no. Oh no. boy. <laughs> well, what about the? Have you ever made a pledge to a a church's capital campaign before? A building program? Have you no, at least done that? No, I don't think so. I keep all my money to myself, and I'll take your money to myself too if you let me. <laughs> Well, how about this? Have you at least been baptized? Nope, nope. Don't don't even know what that's all about. <laughs> so you know, and then you kind of imagine, you know, the the angel becoming increasingly exasperated, especially with your answers, John, <laughs> yeah. and saying, "Well, on what basis are you here?" Uh, and 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 you know, the the criminal may be responding with something like, "Well, well, the man on the middle cross, he said I could yeah. be here. Um, you know, Jesus said to me, today you'll be with me.'" in paradise you know and maybe that is the best answer for any of us right john it is the Um, only answer for all of us man it's the only answer that's right exactly yeah yeah and and you know i think as we as i as we say that john you know that's not belittling the importance of confirmation or sunday school or being baptized no those are those are good things and you know the you know you know salutary things right but but when it comes down to it yes a jesus christ that he that he is the only way to heaven uh and we think of his words when late you know when in john 14 you know i am the way the truth and the life you know no one uh comes to the father except through me you know no one uh not a lifelong christian who does go to church and sunday school every week uh not a newly converted criminal like this guy no one comes to the father except through me like you said, John, that's the only answer. Uh, the guy in the middle cross, Jesus said I could be here. <laughs> uh, you know, that it's only through Jesus that any of us have that hope I, I, heaven. I like exactly. that. The guy in the middle cross said I could be here. In fact, he's yeah, with me. Yeah, he's know, with me right here. He's vouching for here me. Here he is. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, and again, so that people understand, we're not advocating that you spend your life being a robber or a thief or a criminal. No, no, no. Because, you know, you never know. You might not get that chance to make a last-minute confession. Plus, I always think about how how much pain this guy must have caused uh, his his friends, his neighbors, uh, strangers, his parents, himself. You know, it must have been just a horrible, horrible life. But isn't it remarkable to know that if you were, if you were that kind of guy, an evil criminal, we're not advocating that, but if you were— Jesus would welcome you into paradise too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Jesus would also make you understand that what you did was just pretty well waste your life. You'd have to know that you're getting what you deserve. But you're right. Yeah. Today you're with yeah. me in paradise. And you know, I I think you know we we kind of envy that criminal a little bit maybe you know, and in the sense that um, wouldn't you know I you know maybe some of our listeners are saying you know, I'm, I'm a lifelong Christian, right? You know, couldn't Jesus at least give me some sort of assurance that I'll be with him in paradise, right? This guy got to hear it firsthand. And, and he does, he does. Now, when we remember our baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, um, Jesus is saying to us, you'll be with me in paradise. 
Um, every time we receive his body and blood in communion for our forgiveness, Jesus is saying, you'll be with me in paradise. Uh, every time we, we receive those words of absolution, right, the forgiveness of sins, the cleansing of our sin, Jesus is saying, today you'll be with me. In, well, maybe not today, but you will be with me in paradise. And we can say that and we can know that because every time there's the forgiveness of sins, there's always life and salvation. So every time we experience, God gives us the forgiveness of sins. For Jesus' sake, we know there is life and salvation. Uh, we will be with him in paradise. And that's, that is a, a beautiful hope and a beautiful comfort this Easter season and, and any time. And, and, and man, thank you for reminding us, Matt. This guy, he had two words, Father, forgive them. And then, of course, the beautiful word, because the word has to be directed specifically at you, you know, because he's probably wondering, I don't know, is he talking about me when he says, Father, forgive them? But certainly when Jesus looks at him and says, truly, amen, I tell you, today you, you will be with me in paradise. And you're right. We we get to hear those words every time we go to church. And that's why you ought to go to church, to hear once again that, yeah, you're the guy that Jesus died for. You're the guy whose sins are forgiven. You're the guy that is going to spend some day with him eternally in paradise. And here's a little teaser for next week, Matt. There's one other thing in those words of Jesus that directly applies to us right here and right now. And we will share them with our listeners next week on Wrestling with the Basics.